The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now we want to talk about the horror of road deaths. A man has been arrested in relation to a fatal hit and run incident in which a nine-year-old boy was killed in Bundoran in County Donegal on Saturday night. And that was one of three fatalities in separate incidents on the roads over the weekend. Uh, Two young men also killed, one in Kerry, one in Dublin. And then, of course, there was that motorsport death as well. I'm joined uh, now in studio by Conor Faulkner, Transport Consultant and uh, Chief Executive of the RIAC. Conor, good morning. Good morning. Morning, Pat. Hi. It seems like a regular Monday morning thing now. Yeah, I mean, every I, I remember this from road safety in the old days, 20 years ago. You used to dread Monday mornings because, uh, you know, you'd, you'd open your newspaper or your feed and you'd get up to date on what had happened over the weekend. Uh, another desperately tragic weekend. Uh, and people looking at it will feel that there's a touch of random to the incidents. They seem to just be sprinkled. And so from a policy point of view, and I think particularly on a, on a weekend where we're, we're people are upset, it's helpful to just try and step back and look at it from a policy yeah. point of view. Because each of these of uh, deaths over the weekend, four in all, were in very different circumstances. Totally. What well, to say, it feels like a random sprinkling of, 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 and how do you in policy terms prevent that? Uh, and there's a few things. Firstly, we have to be careful not to be fooled by the statistics of small numbers. Um, you know, if you're talking about 150 of anything, it's a pretty small sample size. So, uh, you know, be careful to misinterpret trends because they can make you over-respond to the wrong issues. Uh, The other thing we have to do is, in a sense, go back to the knitting pad. Uh, There's no great mystery to improving road safety in Ireland. We've done it before. There's some fairly elementary and well-understood things, but you have to keep doing them. The single biggest one of those is enforcement. There's just a shortage of Gardaí, and that really does show up. I've said by way of analogy that uh, road safety isn't something that you achieve like you've built a building. Uh, You have to achieve it every year. It's, it's, it's more like weeding a garden than designing one. You have to constantly get out and do the work. And that work is unglamorous. It doesn't lend itself to ministers with headlines, but it, it has to be done day now, in, day Now, out. we will get uh, listeners texting in saying, I went all the way from Cork to Dublin and I didn't see one guard. And I will reply maybe, well, you were on a motorway, mm. which happens to be the safest kind of road that you can take. So if you're asking for guards to look out for... Um, infringers and mm-hmm. people who are speeding or whatever, you know, motorways, uh, you might catch a lot of people, and but you won't be deterring anybody. Yeah, look, you have to do some on motorways, clearly, but I mean, they're statistically the safest roads we have. So you want your activity focused at the times and in the places where you know there's danger. So it should be an absolute commonplace to see flashing blue lights outside the pub car park at half 11. I mean, that should be an everyday sight in Ireland. In fact, has anybody out there ever seen it. And clearly it's much more constructive to be doing an alcohol checkpoint at two o'clock in the morning than on a Tuesday lunchtime when there's people tootling around coming up. Again, they'll see you. Good bit of community policing, nothing wrong with doing it. But it can't really be getting to the core of our issues. So across the piece, we have the Gardaí playing loaves and fishes. There are under 700 active Gardaí in the traffic corps. Uh, now, what the total headcount is meant to be is a little bit open to debate, but it, it was meant to be over 1,100. And they're down below 700. And they're not even getting all of those deployed properly. So if you take away that leg of the stool, it, it's inevitable. Now, it's not the only thing that's drifting and it's it's not the only thing that needs work and there are indeed maybe some new laws and reforms that are needed but but I get very frustrated over the years that road safety gets neglected by government it falls away from cabinet attention it doesn't get anybody looking at it and then there's a crisis 
and the instinct is to dream up a new law. Look, we've thought of a new law. I don't want new laws. I want you to carry on with the diligent yeah. day-to-day stuff. That there we is the problem, working. though, that the demands on a depleted Garda force are enormous. I mean, you'll have the minister being pilloried for not having enough uh, Garda on the streets of Dublin or yeah. in the streets of other uh, conurbations where there's uh, yobbery going on. Yeah. Um, and if you're going to find those forces, you're going to have to take them from somewhere else. Well, I guess that's true, unless you can grow the force, which is something that we clearly need to do. And, you know, with a different hat on, I was at the meeting of city centre businesses with Assistant Garda Commissioner a number of weeks ago in response to law and order problems in central Dublin. And the problem there, again, is a shortage of Garda. Uh, I'm sure people would echo that in Galway, Limerick, elsewhere. Um, uh, but it can't be a zero-sum game. You can't say you can't have this guard because I've taken it from somewhere else. And the other thing to remember is not to just you know, overemphasize my, my, the issue that is my own passion. Um, but if, if you pull back in Gardaí in many circumstances, it's inconvenient, maybe even a little bit unsafe. If you pull back on Gardaí on the roads, people die. There's a statistical straight line cause and effect. People die. And, you know, maybe this is oversimplifying it, but in the last five years, six years, we've allowed the Garda presence on the road to wither to fall away um, and at the same time we've witnessed the, the, the road death figures worsen. Mm. Now I know plenty of people out there will, will, will shout at me for that because that really is a, yeah. an oversimplification I mean, they're but, talking it, but it's one of the things. About speed control areas where you have you know the kind of thing you have on the motorway or in the port tunnel where mm. they check your speed entering the zone and uh, out of the zone they work out the time it's all done by artificial yeah. intelligence and they can uh, book you for that but the dangerous roads are roads where maybe you can't do that because there are so many exits off the roads yeah. that it doesn't make any sense. They don't lend themselves to that simple solution. And the other thing to remember about Ireland is we actually physically have a lot of roads, 90,000 kilometres of secondary road in Ireland. That's like four times the per capita rate of the Dutch, for example. So we physically have a lot of road to mind. So every local authority will have black spot treatments, everything from hedge cutting to road realignments. And in a sense, like weeding the garden, we're never going to be finished doing that. That is going to be one of life's constants. Um, and it tends not to be. It tends to come and go at, at the discretion of local authorities or perhaps even more at the discretion of central government and the funding that it allocates to local authorities. The question of the kind of advertising that uh, mm. the RSA do, I mean, graphic, more graphic imagery, for example. I, I remember years ago when I was presenting The Late Late Show, we had this idea of bringing in a car which would have been anonymised, uh, mm. the number plate taken off and so on, that had been involved in a fatal collision just yeah. to show people the Im- what happens when a car hits another vehicle or a tree at high speed. Now, it never happened for whatever reasons. Mm. Uh, I think there was a reluctance to, to allow yeah. us to do that. But that kind of thing would be quite effective. This is, bring it to, on the back of a truck into a schoolyard for six years and say, this yeah. is what happens. It, it, it has been done. It's been done really well by a number of people. In fact, the PSNI in Northern Ireland, in cooperation, I think, eventually with the Gardaí, but it was originally the PSNI, they had an absolutely superb uh, roadshow. And it was a little bit of mini theatre in it. They had an authentic uh, road traffic collision victim who was quadriplegic. He spoke. Uh, they had the, you know, the, the first responders who arrived on scene and they made a dramatic narrative. It was really, really powerful stuff. 
brilliant for every kid that got to see it, but of course only a relative handful do. There have been suggestions before about having it as a transition year module in schools. Again, I think that would be constructive. And no one of those things is going to be like the vital measure that will, would have prevented this weekend's crashes. Uh, but they do all sort of seed the ground. They create a healthier culture towards road safety. I mean, if you ask a typical young person now, um, you know, they, they will be very exercised on climate matters, for example. They'll, they'll know a lot about social social justice to be in many ways really well-read and well-informed. Um, and I, I think you know they, t- they tend to be better on drink driving than their older mm. peers as well. But there's no doubt that the, the, the sort of daily danger represented by road use is sort of unseen and, and, yeah. and, and not really appreciated. And we should bear in mind when we look back at last weekend that only one of the deaths was actually in a car and that was the motorsport death. Mm. The others were the most vulnerable, pedestrians and motorcyclists. Yeah, uh, and, and uh, a motorcyclist. And, and it feels like all human life. And that's what I say. If you just look at the pattern of recent accidents, it feels so random that you say to yourself that, look, what policy intervention is going to fix this? Accidents happen. But the great lesson in road safety over the last 20, 30 years is that accidents don't happen. Every single time they are predictable, preventable deaths. And if you work systematically on the diligent stuff that they're doing elsewhere in Europe and the good practice countries, the stuff that we were doing, if we go back to doing that with greater energy, with ministerial support, with proper budgets, with a better mandate for the mandate for the RSA, we will be able to improve this. But if we don't do that work and we brainstorm up extra laws instead to pretend we're doing something, well, then we're not going to achieve what we need to. Conor Fognan, Transport Consultant and uh, CEO of the RIAC. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.